What up? What up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. Man, do me a favor. Leave a like in the comments below. Please subscribe. Give me some comments. Let me know what you think. Um, you know, anything you want to offer. If you want to get on the show, man, you have some interest. Or if you want to throw some sponsorship your boy's way. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it um, to everybody in the city. Um, again, as we know right now, I'm going to say it again. Just praying for Sacramento in the world in general, praying for our city, for my city, um, and the things that are going on, and also for the improvement, but also for the good things, man. Shout out to the homegirl, Lisa. Lisa, um, the other gentleman, man, he had a big old giving in the North area yesterday. They gave away free clothes, shoes, to everybody, and, and whoever came out. It was like a family event, safe family event. It, it was a blessing. Also on 24th and 4th, they had something yesterday, man. Good things can come out of SAC, too. So don't forget that, man. I know we're going through some hard times, but, man, for those giving their time, their effort, their money, adding value to the city. Um, I appreciate you, and I think everybody else does too as well. And it's only the beginning, man. So, uh, yeah, let me jump into this interview, man, because it's been a long time coming. Yeah. But uh, I I'm going to get to it, man. Um, my guest today is a TED Talk speaker, TEDx speaker, um, no Amazon's number one best-selling author and international professional comment communicator and endorsed by the legend of motivation, le motivating speaker, Les Brown, like legendary motivation speaker, Les Brown, um, consultant and effective communication strategist. Improving the culture and climate in the workplace is one of its biggest priorities. Also, the belief that um, communication communicators equal better relationships has led him to coach high performance leaders in the areas of personal and professional development with effective communication as a foundation mm -hmm. due to his heart for making sure people feel valued. Um, my guest leads through the lens of empathy, man. We just got through talking offline. Empathy first. Um, he combines this his skill, his 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 motivation behind um, a bachelor's degree of science with over twenty years of experience in education and audience across the globe. Um, call him a friend, call him a brother, just call him a mentor, call him somebody who I definitely have grown to love and have love for, but also somebody who was who was supporting the city that he may not be originally from. But he's embedded in um, Dwight Taylor, senior man. Dwight, what's good, my guy? My G. <laughs> what's up, man? Hey, long time coming. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Did. Long and time coming. Before I even get started, um, he's part of the reason why I'm here today too. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like I said, I always got to pay it forward, but pay the road just to people who helped me just pave the way or take that jump. Mm -hmm. um, we had this conversation about the podcast a year, a year and a half ago already, almost from me recording in the house into now being in the studio. For him yeah. being here the first day, I recorded with my boy Kenny. He was like, Jay. You own something. So shout out yeah. to 360 Radio. Shout out to DJ Eddie, Justin on the ones and twos in the audio room taking care of us, man. Um, appreciate you coming, man. I know it's busy. Hey. I know it's grind time. Hey, I'm just I'm just glad to be here. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you shouted me out, but at the same time, I want to shout you out because iron sharpen iron. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? We build each other up. Facts. And uh, we both want to see each other win. Yeah. And that's one of the things that even if I can just say that real quick, is yeah. that we don't have enough people wanting to see someone else win yep team players and when we can start seeing other people win and that be something that we can celebrate in mm -hmm. everything changed right too many times we want to compete instead of complete right i want to complete your vision by giving my value to whatever i can to see your vision be complete instead of trying to compete with you i hope y'all heard i hope y'all hearing this i hope i hope they're hearing yeah. it man because we he's not right into it um, and just the basis upon that, right? Let's we can talk about that part to jump in this, in, into this interview right now. Where does man your hunger or energy or passion for wanting to succeed, help see others succeed, come from? My grandparents. Yeah, I've heard them a lot. Facts. They're they're noted. Yeah, They've they been are. seen everywhere. Um, everywhere. They they ever present. Ever present. Um, but it comes from them. It comes from me watching how they 
work with people, how they love people, how they care for people. And my grandfather, his biggest thing for me was leave people, places and things better than you found them. Hmm. No matter what type of person it is, make sure that when that person leaves your space, they're better than they were before they came. No matter where you go, make sure that area is better than it was before you went there. If somebody lets you borrow something, make sure that it's better than it was before it got to you. You dig what I'm saying? How so, many times do you lend something out and it come back? How's that feeling? Right. Feel it's not a good feeling, right? It's not a good feeling. Well, if you, you let somebody borrow something and it don't come back, Facts. but you get it back, or if they add value to it, or if they throw you something different, you extra, you like, oh, 1, that was a good move. 1, that was a good move. So yeah, so that's where the hunger come from. The hunger just comes from me being observant and yeah. watching my grandparents not only go get it working wise, but go get it building relationships as well. So so grandparents and even that. Let's go into this. Dwight, yourself, period, though, just tell everybody who may not know, for yeah. those who are, who are watching for the first time or those who do know, but just a little about where you came, where you're from, where you come up from. Facts. I'm going to give the condensed version because uh, my, my story is long and it's colorful. And yeah. if you want to tap in with me, just tap in if you want to know more details. But uh, my journey starts off in Richmond, California. Okay. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, my mother was 17. My father was 18 when they had me teenagers. And fortunately, they had my grandparents and my aunties and my uncles to come and support them and be that village that we hear people talk about. Real so much, village. Uh, to come help raise me into the man that I am today. So for 18 Facts. long years. My grandparents and the village, they ran with me, bruh. And as they were running with me to help me be my best me, they was dropping in love, support, mm -hmm. care, faith, all these things that could help me, you know, move forward, but not just move forward accidentally, move forward intentionally, move forward purposefully. So uh, so that's that's what the foundation was. And then I ended up going to Bishop O'Dowd High School in California. Shout out to all the dragons. You dig what I'm saying? Yo. All my dragons that's listening. Shout out to my man, um, Big Tone, Tone Champion. <laughs> Big Tone. Uh, Derek Lambert, D. Lamb, Justin Logan, yeah. G. Hill, Gary Hill, Thomas, all my dragons out there. My boy Brady. Uh, but went to Bishop O'Dowd, played hoop there. We'll probably get into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, ended up going to Fresno State University, ran track there, started a um, a group home with one of my best friends while I was out there. Okay, You dig what I'm saying? And then um, moved back after I got my degree. So I got my bachelor's of science degree in child development. Oh. 2004, moved back to Richmond 2005 to start my own nonprofit. From there, uh, fast forward in the story, ended up having a child um, and took my son, you know, to Richmond, California with me, wanted to put him in a space where not just where I came from, but also be able to see his father mm -hmm. thrive, right? Not a lot of people get to see their fathers thrive, especially not people who look like us. Oh. You do what I'm saying? So uh, had my son, fast forward, got married in 08. Um, crazy thing is, got separated in 2013, mm -hmm. divorced in 2014, but then remarried in 2016 mm -hmm. and now we on uh round two year six yeah and now we got three kids i got my oldest son who about to be 20 in june okay. my youngest son just turned 19 in february and my beautiful baby girl she'll be 12 in august and so uh man i i, I love my family i'm family oriented and uh that's a little bit of the history so um shout out to all the family man yeah. good people know them well um yeah. you know what i mean um so coming from that coming from richmond yeah education grandparents seems to be at the forefront probably of that development in your age but how strict was 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 education that path set for you or something you had a choice in or something you chose to stay consistent in because you could easily as we know right go left or right yeah. at an early age yeah and i'm sure we both we are around it yeah. we see it but 
sometimes that that grandparent or somebody on your shoulder is like, I have to make the right decision or I think a little better before I react. So how was it difficult or was it like, no, this is what you're going to do to keep you out from doing something else? Yeah, that's a great question. They was pretty much laid out for me. You know, what I mean, my grandparents and my family, they all educators. Shout out to grandparents, though, y'all. Yeah. While they're around, y'all, y'all, y'all love on your grandparents, yeah. man. Mine yeah. passed a few years ago, I mean, a while ago now, mm -hmm. but still, just anybody for grandparents around, love on your grandparents, Facts. man. For you know, what I mean, value them. Facts. And so, uh, so yeah, my family is full of educators. Oh, you had full no of choice. Communicators. So I had no, I had no choice. And so, uh, yeah, education was humongous, and, and I want to make a distinct difference: school and education. Hmm two different things. Schooling is one thing, right? This is the educational system that we are in. But education is, is when you are taught something and then you learn it and then you can apply those skills in mm. multiple different facets. So my family, yes, they were teachers and educators in the educational system, but, but they were also, also educators about everything, right? So they showed me so much when I was a young man so that I could have options, nice. right? So that I can have choices. And with the choices that were presented to me, I can then make the decisions that would be best for my future. And so, uh, yeah, education was big. Um, I watched my grandparents and my aunties and my uncles flourish, you know, with, with just teaching, but also mm -hmm. being forever learners. Nonstop. And so I seen that. I seen that they were always hungry for knowledge, always hungry to learn more. And um, that just became a part of who I was. That's dope. Um, of course, as you know, the, the logistics of the show started out, sports, background, all that. But we talked about sports. You talked about hoop, right? But just in general, I mean, we come from that. We're the 80s, 80s era babies, yeah, man, this yeah, thing. Yeah. So um, you just hit 42, huh? Man, just hit 40 in January. You feel me? For sure. I'm, I'm coming up next, couple two months away. So, <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, and if for those that don't know him or me, we have more similarities than you guys. Nice. I mean, I'm, I got my undergrad degree in child development as well. Yeah. Didn't know that until we had a conversation. Right. Like, just right. a lot of stuff that's in common. So it's yeah. only, it was meant to be for us to link. Um, during your time, man, sports-wise, what, what stuff was really picking your interest? What athletes was like somebody you honed in on uh, during your, your youth coming up? Ricky Henderson. Oh. Michael Jordan. He was tough. Ricky was an idol. Yeah, them I two right there. Just wanted to run like him, hit yeah. the bases, bro. He was cold. Bruh, so them two right there, Ricky Henderson, Yeah. Uh, Dave Stewart. You dig what I'm saying? But uh, Michael Jordan on the basketball yeah. tip. And so most people don't know. So I played baseball was my first love. Okay. Like literally my first, I started playing baseball at four years old. Yeah. I played baseball all the way to my freshman year of high school. Um, and then after that, I got involved into basketball because my pops is a hooper and he's mm. still hooped to this day. Okay. He, OG. He, hey, he hooping in a, uh, in a league field right now That's what's up. every Monday. Okay. And so uh, my pops is a hooper. So he would take me to the park. So I just fell in love with hoop because I'm going to see him. But baseball hoop, I played soccer for like six years. Active. Facts. We had to do everything though. Yeah. And then I, I did karate for like nine years. Yeah. So different mental toughness early. Too. Yeah. My hands are still different too. <laughs> Don't forget it. Hey, that's a different, that's not different. Yeah. That's different art. It's a different, that's a different art. It's a different art. That's definitely dope. Yeah. Um, As far as, you know, I mean, we talked about working on putting time in for your craft, right? You said baseball. Just for those out there, can like hours, right? Clocking hours, like to you, mass or something, right? How much time on that baseball? How how serious were you about that thing? Oh, I, I was serious, bro. Like, um, so I would do the regular practice, but I'm the person that's showing up before practice, so that I can get some pitches in. So I I'm a lefty, mm -hmm. right? That too, yeah. both lefty. It's, I'm a lefty. <laughs> it's crazy. And so uh, I got a nasty curveball, nasty circle change, uh, knuckleball, uh, two seam. You know, no, I mean, you was heavy and you was it. Bro. Like I, I was different as a um, as a pitcher, but then I can also hit on both sides. So I'm drag bunting. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing all that. I couldn't hit out the park, but I could hit it to where it needed to be. Right. You know what I mean? And so um, I put in a lot of hours just 
making sure that I could be the best version of me when I was on that baseball field from a sport aspect, but also from a leadership aspect, aspect because I seen that I had a lot of influence when I was young. Mm -hmm. And not even because most of the time I was the youngest cat on the team, but I had a lot of influence um, just because I, I truly believe, man, that I've been blessed with a gift to connect with people. Yeah. And so because I can connect with people in a certain way, people receive what I have to say to them in a great way. Right. And so uh, it's not for everybody, bro. It's not. But if you get it, it's not facts, it's powerful facts. And so um, so I gave a lot of effort to actual sports yeah. and my skills, but I also gave a lot of effort to just leading in the best way that I could. That's what's up. Let me ask this. So in the in the in the baseball world, you know, it's not a lot of African-American mm. um, players in the pros. Yeah. But a lot of our youth do play minor league or growing up. Um, how was that environment for you? Was it a mixed culture? Was it predominantly black or what was that like? Yeah. So youth ball um, all the way up until I got to a freshman in high school, it was mixed. You know, again, being in the Bay Area, it's right. everything. It's melting pot. pot. OK. Um, but here's the crazy part. I don't regret too much in life, man. But the one thing I regret is that I did not continue to play baseball in high school. And I'm going to tell you why. So baseball tryouts is happening. So I didn't know that baseball tryouts was happening. Um, I think it was the second day of tryouts. And I'm literally walking from the gym and I see the baseball diamond and I see a few people out there. And I'm like, oh, man, tryouts is happening. And I say that out loud. And one of the OGs that I call that I that and I say it because it's going to sound crazy. I'm calling bro OG. He probably a year or two older than me, right? <laughs> but but one of the big homies, he was like, oh, black people don't play baseball at this school. Mm. That's what he said. And because I wasn't as strong-minded as I am now, that's all he needed to say. That was it. You stopped. Bruh, do you know I went home that very day. My grandfather asked me a question. He said, hey, baseball trial should be coming around. I said, I'm not going to do baseball. I'm going to just stick to basketball. He, he didn't even question really why. But all bruh had to say was black people don't really play baseball at this school. And I'm just trying to fit in. You know what I'm saying? I'm, right. I'm coming to a new school, trying to fit in, trying to be cool, trying to, you know, have them see me a certain way. So if black people ain't playing baseball and they playing hoop, then well, but, let me just yeah. focus on hoop. And not knowing that you being the leader that you are, should be or going to be, that was a prime Come opportunity on. for you to knock that wall Come down on. one. Come right. On. Have other kids follow. Facts. Also. Who's who knows that history goes right? Come on, that's that's crazy. One one saying from the so-called OG, you know, what yeah. I mean, not knowing, but that's what it was. He felt like, but okay, man. So that's that's adversity at its highest. But not knowing, like, man, I really made the wrong choice, probably to just yeah. you know, because experiences would have came out of that. Facts, opportunities potentially like Facts. that, man. Right. So that's the biggest thing. And I, I mean, I tell kids just play multiple sports. Mm, I mean, yeah. we know what's we would like to get kids want to get scholarships and all that, but. Multiple, especially our African American kids, our minority kids, play multiple things because you show and show value mm -hmm. in all of them. Yeah. And then you have to make a decision. Yes. You know what I mean? I tell my nephews, I got two of them that are dope at it right now. Three sport kids, man. Mm -hmm. One of the middle ones, he's six, he might be six feet right now. He's a he got a big bat now. He finally getting he's getting it. But the little one's a firecracker That's too. That's what's up. You know what I mean? But just keep playing sports until you fit one of what's best, but just enjoy the game. Yeah. Enjoy the process, man. Cause that ball can relationships, man. I mean, that's yeah. the best thing I could tell Come anybody. On. The relationships you make from playing team Come sports. On, is valuable. Come on. Because you talk about Tone Champion. You talk about my guys, some of the guys you met, Steve Joy. Like, I played ball yeah. with those guys. We went to war. But outside, we grew together. We struggled yeah. together. Yeah. Took some L's. Yeah. Took some L's in life. But I, I know those dudes really rock with me. You know I mean, it's different. Fact. It's a different feeling, man. That's a yes, different sir. vibe. Yeah, man. Team building is uh, one of the things why I encourage kids to play sports. Right? Even if sports is not your thing, I'm encouraging parents, encouraging uh, their kids to 
get them into sports because you learn so much about not just yourself, but you learn about other people. Mm-hmm. And if I can learn about you, I can understand you better. Totally. And if I can understand you better, then I can connect with you better, which means that I don't have to really feel like we don't have anything in common. Well, we probably have more things the same than different if I get to know you. But it's that community, that's that communication Come on. that has been right now lost in different yeah. it's it's articulated differently, yeah. but it doesn't get the same value. Fact. As it me working with you, yeah. me getting up in the morning, going to practice with you, me needing you to have my back if something, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's different. Um you make a transition to hoop though. Yeah. Was that because I know he, he gave you the, the the information to do that, but when you jumped in there, were you did you regret early on not doing it, or it took a while to you to sit back and say, "Dang, I wish I would have played," or did it happen in sooner than later? The regret of, of not playing baseball. Yeah, uh, that didn't happen until later in life. Okay, nah, I just so I, went a I lot literally of time. just was like, I'm done with it. <laughs> Crazy, right? I played it for literally. 19 years i'm just thinking you're going to school seeing baseball plus baseball practice like you had to come in contact or visually see a game JT, like, let me tell you bro i was so focused on and i was just at a middle school talking about my values mm-hmm. i was talking about how our values change over time i said when i was 13 14 15 the only thing that i valued was being popular and being liked that is all i value mm. so because that's all i valued at that time even though I played baseball for nine to 10 years and it was my first love, that was not going to make me popular or liked. So I pushed it to the side. I did not even think about the fact that I regret baseball until probably in my mid twenties because I just pushed it away easily. And people, people asked me, they was like, how you just throw baseball away? I was like, well, that's not what I value no more. I value being the man on campus. I value girls liking me. I Mm. value the the dudes that I hang out with wanting to hang out with me even more. So because I've, my values were in the wrong place at the time. Baseball was out the window. That's that's it's crazy. Um, go through Odell playing ball, yeah. playing hoop, but opportunity wise, I guess as you know, right? Kids want to get these scouts, mm-hmm. want these looks, but also he talks about track. Yeah, um, Fresno State. Yeah, how did that become a an option throughout your career? Your shift, right? Because now you're really shifting to a third sport, mm-hmm. but also a new opportunity. Yeah, and somewhere else. How did that come about? It really came about. Um, at that time, I said by luck. But now I just see how purposeful it was. Mm. One of my best friends to this day, shout out to Darnell Hammock, a.k.a. Pastor Smoke. Um, He is a year older than me, so he was already running at Fresno State. And then I got there. And one day he was just like, bro, you should try out for the track team. They're giving away, you know, financial aid, da-da-da-da-da, all this. And you fast. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro, I've never ran track in my entire life. He Mm -hmm. was like, all you need to do is be able to beat everybody else out there. You dig <laughs> what I'm saying? And so yeah. uh, that's what I did and um, ended up running track. And it was a game changer for me because it was the first time that I played a sport that solely individual, 90% of it depended solely on me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when things solely depend on you, it's different. I can't blame nobody. Yeah. I can't blame that, that, that somebody made a bad pass and, and I didn't get the ball or, you know what I mean? Nobody played help defense. I cannot blame anybody on my outcome and my input, but me, mm. I can't blame nobody on the result, but me, if I'm running a 200 yep. and it's just me by and myself, seven other people, it's on me. And so uh, that was the first time that I ever really, got into the mindset of what self-leadership was because you in track you gotta be mentally physically come on bro body ready come on in tune with the gun come the on. lanes to to, to complete that task because at any point you could foul or whatever double fault and be done bro and i'm in fresno if anybody know anything about fresno california <laughs> especially in the summertime Heat. it's 103 and i'm out here running 
in a circle. Now, and that that turf, that track, whatever Bruh, that thing, that steam go up a little more. Come on. And so I had to be focused. I had to be locked in. I had to be determined. I had to literally find my own goal mm -hmm. for why I was even Damn. out there for two hours in 103 degrees. And so it taught me so much when it came to me learning me. And what I tell people all the time is self-awareness is yourself. the foundation of everything, right? And so the people who know themselves the quickest win the fastest. And track allowed me to learn myself like I had never learned myself before. Right. Think about self-values, hydrate yourself properly, mm -hmm. stretching properly all on your own, get up, you know, your routine. So yeah. all those early, right? Everything. Stuff that we want to everybody to be equipped with, Everything. but we go about it differently because some people don't find out till later on in life. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, you talked about this child development major man in college. Yeah, what man. I mean, I my I knew mine's early was that because I grew up in the church, grew up around people. I yeah. just knew, okay, I want to be able to give back help. But also I knew it was a lack of us in the mm. in the classrooms with, yeah. with children or adolescents. Yeah. So I was like, but I enjoyed it too. Like, it wasn't work for me taking those classes or doing my little practice some practicum in the in the environment. So I was like, okay, yeah, child, that's where it's at mm. as far as that goes. What about you? How'd that come about? Because that's not it's not a male dominated right. uh, force. Right. right. I, I would say uh, I said accident with the track, but I, I like to use a phrase axi purpose. <laughs> so it was accidental, but it was purposeful. Okay. So um I went in to try to get a business management degree. I was just trying to make some bread. Yeah. You did what I'm saying? Get to I'm, the money. I'm, I'm, I've been an entrepreneur, so I'm like, I'm just trying to get some money. So let me do business management. Long story short, I had my my uh, oldest son as a sophomore going into my junior year. He was born. And I was like, look, I need to figure out how to graduate still on time with four years because mm -hmm. I needed to repay my grandparents back, not financially, but just for the blood, sweat, tears and everything. That, that they diploma, is, everything. that degree is what that, is, that, that's, the that's it for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's the payment. So I was like, and I told them that I would only do four years. So, you had to get so I had two years left, bruh. I, I went to my counselor and was like, look, I got two years left coming up. I know I'm not going to be able to get this business management degree because I've been slacking what other degrees are out there that I could possibly get in two years? This lady looked at me. She was like, nothing. Mm. She was like, unless. And that's where it hit me. She was like, unless. And, she, and I was like, unless what? She was like, unless you're willing to do what most people are not willing to do. And I was like, tell me what it is. And she was like, you're going to have to go to the office and tell them that you're willing to take 22 to units. 24 units for the rest of your time here and you have to get it signed off yep. because it can mess with your mental yeah, health permission and for that one thousand yeah, yeah 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 that's exactly what she told me and i was like sign me up she was like what major i was like uh i love kids i said tell me your major that that does that and she was like child development yeah bro that's exactly how it happened i finished on time i took 22 then 24 then 23 that's crazy bro, i was and anybody that up. knows or would like to know to be a college athlete to be a student, period. Yeah. Anything over 17, 18 units, Facts. 20 some units is crazy yeah. amount of sacrifice time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's it, it requires like a lack of I mean, a good highly thing of focus, but it, it's it's structure. Yeah. But then you put the sports into it too, man. Facts. That's another ball game. Yeah. And so so ended up doing that. Um and ended up finishing in four in my four years. You know what I mean? And that was a big thing because yeah. I hadn't I hadn't always kept my word. I wasn't a person that always kept my word. Now I'm a man that if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to stand do it. on it. You dig what I'm saying? And I always want to follow through on what I say I was going to do. But as a young man, I didn't always keep my word. And so if nobody, if I never kept my word to anybody, I wanted to keep my word to my grandparents. I wanted to keep my word to my family because of all the investment that they had done over the 20, 21, 22 years. And so it was imperative for me 
to finish. So it didn't matter what it looked like. It didn't matter how many hours I had to stay up. It didn't matter the fact that I'm also a father at the time. You did. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a father of of a newborn. But here's the crazy part. Child development allowed me to be a better father. Oh, the preparation. I'm, learning, bro, right? I'm, I'm taking my son with me in class. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> Literally, you're going through it. I'm, I'm taking my son to class with me to learn about how to take care of him. Raise him. That's super dope, yeah. man. That's yeah. that's that's super dope, man. I just want that's that's a lot of res- respect, man. Your way, but also whoever's doing it, anybody mm-hmm. out there being an athlete yeah. and and being a student as well it takes work, man. Keep up the hard work. Yeah, uh, don't quit. Um, seek seek help if you need to because it does weigh on your mentals. Yeah, it does weigh on mentals. Like I said, man, everybody thinks that not everybody. A lot of people think that athletes have certain things easier given, but everybody's situation is different yeah. in, in that realm of athletics, man. And trying to be a student athlete is definitely something that yeah. should be a- applauded. And I can imagine what grandparents was like on that day because I still remember mine. Man, I graduated right. '06 and they they was on the, in that hot stadium in Mississippi. Man, they was out there in the heat. Yeah. But I just, I mean, just to see them there and my family and yeah. it's, it's nothing like it. Facts. Yeah, you know I mean, it's the it's that reward, it's that check cash. Yeah, you get that diploma, and they they was turned up. Oh, you can believe it when I when I tell you they was turned up. So <laughs> I got a picture, and I'll I'll put it out there since I'm saying it to you and your viewers. Yeah. But I got a picture, and um, I told them a day before, bro. I kid you not. A day before graduation, I was like, hey, I need y'all to wear some white tee, blue jeans, and Nikes. <laughs> you did. That's early two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Me? I keep said I, sleep, need, I need y'all to do keep. that. <laughs> so they was like, why? I was like, because that's what I'm gonna be wearing under my robe. <laughs> Like I'm gonna represent where I'm from, yeah. what we're about in the Bay Area, even though we three hours out here in Fresno, where bro, the home I, is, bro. When I tell you that my family, sh- I got this picture. It's all of them, everybody, and it, we they was like thirty deep. That's how you posted, bro. Be. They was thirty deep, all in white tees, all in blue jeans, nice. all in Nikes. That's cool. They went and bought them the day before. Like they going to the mall out there trying to just find this thing. Because if you know Fresno, the one two one two malls nah, in Fresno, one two malls. Not not. <laughs> but they were so excited about me following through on what I yeah. said I was gonna do, and so uh, man, it, it was one of the dopest days ever, man. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Before we get to this communication part, man, yeah. I'm gonna shout out everybody again, man. It's, it's so many people I've been blessed with to help this show, man. Smart athletic kids, clutch, um, clutch clothing, our place, man. Everybody at our place, man. Look up, man. May first, um, R and B venue. R&B Soul coming out to uh, our place, but also brunch. It's the first brunch that we're doing at, at our place. Um, Facebook, Instagram, all platforms, man. Look, come check us out. Event space for, you know what I'm saying, the mature, grown, sexy crowd, but also yeah. if you have birthday parties, weddings, um, tap in, man. Um, the whole team over there is doing a great thing. So shout out to everybody, the whole team, man. Um, just just look out for the new moves and, and new new business ventures that are coming through our place, man. But we're here for the city, but also we're going to be a long-standing community as well. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a black-owned business. So support, you know what I'm saying? Support us, support yeah. ours, but get the quality work too and the results that you're looking for. Um, man, communication, bro. I can even, what at what point, because I mean, teaching, yes, we we talk, we do, but you shifted this into something for a, a communication mentor, speaker, a presenter, but also some as a person who can move the room. Mm. I've witnessed it on numerous occasions. Yeah. You spoke to my students at the, yeah. shout out to my students at Fortune uh, High School College yeah. Success class. Um, they're taking my freshman orientation. So all those students who are blessed to hear you, um, you along with everybody, I thank them for doing that. And you and Rodney came through and killed it, but I know you came through and they were like, hey, wait, he was dope. His energy was out the roof. We want him back. I'm like, that's just what he does. It was like, he was, and this is over Zoom. The first time he came in person, they still loved it. But even over Zoom, yeah. and we know how hard it was to capture kids over Zoom to get them on screen. But on yours, uh, everybody's screen is up. Everybody, you, but, up. but you also asked them that, you required them that. I sent you some of the review, you know, yeah. you like sending those reviews. Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, okay. They they, they were in locked in, man. But yeah. when did this come up about where it's like, you know what? I'm going to 
move into this space, but also move into it, as you say, with purpose. Yeah. Um, really, when I was young, bro. So I grew up in the church and my grandmother around 14 years old, she would be teaching a Sunday school class and she seen the leadership abilities in me. So crazy. Think about this. Think what I'm saying. At 14, she seen leadership in me. So she would have me leading the Sunday school. So she was that, prepping you. Yes. In that time, I'm not leading younger kids. I'm leading kids that's 14, 15, 16. So again, I'm young. You're the youngest in the group. I'm the youngest and I'm the leader. But, but you've always been there. You I want you to think about this. 14, same time where at school, I told somebody, oh man, oh, I'm not playing baseball. Mm, but Grams was like, no, come on. You're going to do this because I come see on. it in you. He not, he didn't see it in you. He didn't see you could change that and way. I didn't even see it in me. But she did. She seen it in yeah. me. So she put me in the right position to succeed. All she did was pushing him, making deposit. Exactly. And so uh, that's something I would just want to say real quick for anybody listening. It's one thing for people to believe in you. It's another thing for you to believe in you. Yeah. Because my grandmother and my grandparents and my aunties and my uncles and my parents, they all believed in me. And my grandparents would put me in position based on what they believe. But when it came to Dwight putting himself in position to what I believed, I, that's all I believed was. I was only good at trying to be popular. Yeah. I was only good at trying to talk to the girls or make people laugh or make people like me. And so I want to encourage each and every person out there, identify what you believe, understand that you've been created on purpose, with a purpose and for a purpose. And it's no accident for you being on this planet. Like you are here for a reason to not only change your world, but change the world of those who look to you to help them change. So going back at 14, I knew like I, I had a feeling that this is something that I could do. Fast forward, I just started working at the YMCA probably around 1920 during the during the summertime. Mm -hmm. And I would just see how young people would just gravitate to me. Bruh, so I'm coaching basketball. That's when my mm -hmm. basketball coaching career started. Um, I'm mentoring, I'm rapping to the kids, I'm speaking to the yeah. kids, but I seen how they were attracted to me. And in that moment, it was like, oh man, this is dope. Now, fast forward to about 23, that's when I really knew. I was like, oh. I think this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. How fulfilling or rewarding for you is, I mean, anybody, especially as black men, we can talk about that mm -hmm. for a quick second. Mm -hmm. We we want to live up to certain expectations. Mm -hmm. I get it. But also some, that, that can end up hurting us or killing our mentals or making us do things that out of character we shouldn't do. But to find that niche for yourself. Yeah. After people pour it into you, water into you, you see it for yourself. Yeah. And then that, that switch goes off. Um, what was that initial just like, moment felt like internally though how was that for you two things uh number one it was scary because it put me back in the same space that i was when i was running track oh it was gonna all depend on me yeah individual individual right i'm making a decision to move outside of working for somebody else getting a check from people i'm stepping into a space of everything is going to depend on me just like when I got in them blocks for the 200 and the 400, everything would depend on me. So one, it was a little nerve wracking. It was a little scary. The flip side was like, oh, it depend on me. I'm going to turn up. <laughs> you dig what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I had belief by that time. I had belief in myself. I was like, oh, yeah, ain't yeah. nothing I can't do. And we spoke before the show started, man. Again, shout out to Mr. Fab, man. He mm -hmm. on Instagram. I just started following him. I mean, yeah, I may be late to the party, but I've been catching the last messages yeah. and one he just said. He he. Nobody's gonna believe in your vision, but you. Come Nobody on. can push your vision, your your clothing line, your book. Come on, your your skill set, like you. Yeah, they yeah. may support you, they may want you to do it, but it goes how you go. Facts. And I think that's just something that one is rewarding when you do it, because no matter what the result is, you like I can live with that. Come on, because I I 
did that. Facts. Um, that's that's super that's super dope, man. So as you begin to start this new journey, but also to reach people in a manner which you have never reached before, not with the ball, you know what I mean, but with your communication skills, how hard you go at it. This is the very reason why I did not become successful in hoop or in any sport because I wasn't willing to put in everything that somebody needed to put in to be successful in that. Mm -hmm. But when it came to communication, when it came to speaking, when it came to changing people's lives with my words, bruh, 24-7, 365. And anybody who knows me, you know, it's no cap. <laughs> every single moment of my day then, every single moment of my day now, you might, if you come to my house right now, Kick it with me for about five hours. You might be tripping because you're like, who is bruh talking to right now? Because he's walking through the house and he's talking to himself. He got his AirPods in his ear or he just upstairs talking yeah. and people be tripping. They'd be like, who is Dwight upstairs talking to? And my wife would be like, oh, no, he's talking to himself or he's practicing. practicing. And he's preparing for the next community, for the next thing, the next person, the next group, the next opportunity. Come on. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get Come ready. On, bruh. And but so so I'm doing that or I'm watching youtube or i'm watching the news why because i need to practice my listening too most people think about communication they automatically think about speaking that's a small piece of communication the biggest piece let me be very specific of effective communication is the listening part mm -hmm. so i'm watching videos bro i didn't watch some of your interviews which has been fire and i'm going okay what did i hear this person say but also what didn't they say what did they facial facial expression just say, even if they didn't say it out their mouth? What they body language say? I've seen you ask some people questions you get them. where it, it literally gets them to start self-reflecting and they go from being here to like. So I'm watching all of that. Why? Yeah. Because how somebody is is an analyst or a scientist when it comes to the hoop, you as a coach, yeah. when it comes to this communication thing, bruh. Every X, every O, everything. Like I'm trying to know all of it because I want to perfect my craft. That's that's super dope. Because even even me, like getting in this space, if you want to be good or get better or grow your mm -hmm. audience, I got to get better. And Facts. one of the things they were telling me was, um, just if you're not tired mentally, mm. physically from an interview, mm. it may not have been that one. Facts. And, you know, some of them starting out it was just conversation. It was cool, but also because we communicate so often, especially what we do, what we've been doing, mm. this is gets even more deep. Sometimes I get out of here, I'm like, man, it felt like I was in there for two, three hours, Facts. but it's because of the the mental, the listening though was the biggest thing. Come on, I'm enjoying learning about my guests and like, I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm like, this yeah. is crazy. But also I do love the atmosphere as far as that live because you get to see the emotions yeah. change. Yeah. I mean, shout out to all my guests. If you've been yeah. on audio, if you come to the studio, because that's one of the biggest things I get out of this is seeing a person go, oh, that was a good one. I'm like, yeah, got him. Trying to mentor. I wanted to let them know that I played basketball at Bishop O'Dowd. Mm. I went to Fresno State University. I did this, that, and the other. And, and so I'm trying to be interesting to them instead of just being interested in them. So what I do now is I ask who, what, what? when, where, why, and how. Yeah. That's all I do. When I'm with young people, especially my first time with them, I'm only asking open-ended, curious, creative, and quality questions. Why? Because I want to get to know them. Most of our young people are struggling right now, especially in the city of Sacramento, because they don't feel like they have people who make them feel heard, mm -hmm. make them feel seen or make them feel valued. So what happens when you're not used to that and somebody steps in that space and does that for you, you they cling it. to you. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do. I make sure that I am being more interested in them than trying to be more interesting to them. If we can start doing that more, I mean. I do that with adults. Like right. 
I love going to networking events. And people know that I'm I'm like a social butterfly. You destroy the room. You dig what I'm saying? For sure. But I only destroy the room or dominate the room because I'm not coming there to tell you about me. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to find out about you. Facts. My grandfather told me a long time ago. He was like, grandson, you know what you know. Find out what other people know. It's only going to help you. Come on. <laughs> that's what's up. So, so that's what I apply to these young folks. And the other piece is I meet them where they are. Right. And it sounds very cliche, but it's, it's, it's facts. I meet them exactly where they are. So let's say I got a third grader who don't look like me, don't come from the same background as me. I'm going to meet that third grader where they are. And I don't just mean finding out what they love, which I will do, find out what they desire, which I will do. I get on my knee most of the time so I can be at, that, level at their them. level, man. Right. So I'm just trying to meet them where they are so they can engage. I tell people all the time, if we want our students to achieve, then we have to provide the student engagement. You don't get achievement without engagement. And so you don't get engagement without connection. You don't nope. get connection without effective communication. It all goes together. Which is a foundation. It all goes together. Um, your first speaking engagement gig, you have, you've had a ton. Yeah. If you can remember the first one. I can. Break that one down to me, just the the, the feeling of it, good, bad, success, yeah. failure. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, we talk failures, too. I mean, you, yeah. you can't win if you don't lose. Facts. Um, actually, purpose. <laughs> um, I'm in Fresno. And I was going to volunteer at a boys and girls club. And there was a gentleman who was supposed to come and give a motivational talk to these kids. I'm just there volunteering, doing what I do. A lady who worked there comes to me and was like, hey, the gentleman is running late. Can you just go in there and keep the kids, you know, mm-hmm. calm and this, that and other? And I was like, what you want me to do? She was like, I'll just talk to him for a little bit. Fast forward. I'm talking to them for 20 minutes just about why I'm in Fresno. Right. I'm running track. I'm from Richmond. I played basketball. I'm just letting them know that's what she wanted me to do. She was like, just engage with them until bro get here. 20 minutes go by. I do that. She walks up to me and was like, have you done this before? And I was mm-hmm. with me. I'm going done what? And she was like, what you just did? I, I said, oh, I was just having a conversation with him. Right. And she was like, no, that's like something right there. And I and she was like, would you be interested in doing this at another boys and girls club? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not tripping. Boom. About two weeks later. She sets me up with another boys and girls club. I do the same thing, 20 minutes. I'm just talking about my life, mm-hmm. right? Growing up, sports, all that good stuff. Everything I said in the beginning of this, I'm getting ready to walk out and a gentleman hands me an envelope. Hmm. I don't even look at it until I get to my car. Open up the envelope. It's a $75 check. To talk for however like, much time. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I just talked to these kids for like 15 to 20 minutes and bro just paid me $75 just yeah, to yeah. talk. Appreciate you. In that moment, I was like, mm, that's interesting. Again, I didn't start my journey journey until 23. But in that moment, a seed was planted like, oh, wait. I got value in what, I, in what I'm saying. Somebody saw value. And if you go back, I'm, I'm coming from, I'm trying to make some money. 15 minutes to tell my story. And you about to pay me 75. I'll be so now, everybody, boy, right, the girls. So now I'm like, okay, 30 minutes. That's 150. <laughs> I'm adding it up, bro. Yeah, yeah. If you let Multiply. me talk for nine hours. That's a wrap. I'm paid. <laughs> I'm getting paid. We get into the bread. We get into the bag. Get into the bread. So yeah, so that was, that was really my first introduction to this thing that people call public speaking or motivational mm-hmm. speaking or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, it was, it was what it still is today. People bring me in just to tell my story and every person out there watching, every person out there listening, understand mm-hmm. that you have a story. Yeah. Someone needs your story right now. Like I won't say log off of here because I, I think you can get some more value out of it. But yeah. as soon as this is over, find someone to share your story with, even if you don't think it's as colorful or if it has all the ups and the downs to make people get excited. You never know what somebody needs to hear to help them in their journey 
where they are now. Even if it's just one. Come on. Even if it's just one. Come on. I mean, I, th- I think that's what's been so impactful for me doing this yeah. and this coaching and our, our relationship day one, it cracked off as a opponents on the basketball Bruh. court coaching, but it turned into <laughs> this, man. But through time, yeah, intentional energy and effort come on to see each other win come on it's growing like we look like man this is really growing things is yeah. growing we not where it was come and that was almost six some years ago um, you know um yeah real quick though shout out where i can find this because i want to make sure they find out where they can get the t-shirt yeah. we're gonna get into the books real quick though man but just shout, shout the web website information out definitely man. uh you can find me at dwight taylor senior.com that's dwight d-w-i-g-h-t taylor t-a-y-l-o-r sr for senior.com or you can find me on instagram and twitter at dwight taylor sr and you can uh pick up both of my books i got dominate your day 100 empowered statements that encourage greatness and dominate your day the student edition 30 empowering statements that encourage greatness shirts will be coming extremely soon i got some other stuff on the way got an online course but we'll yeah. tap into that in a little bit yeah yeah we definitely making moves yeah. man again you can go grab you some grab the books for the students yeah. like i said i've used them as curriculum for my yes. classes but it's also for myself um let me say know. this real quick yes sir for, you were the first <laughs> professor hey. to use my curriculum hey, hey. with a class. Yes, sir. And now I got other professors got reaching it. out. As soon as I put that post up, yeah. like, oh, in the classroom. I'm, I'm trying to get this in the classroom Man. too. So I appreciate you, no. bro. All love. Yeah. And that was with intention and purpose, but also knowing that it could help somebody else out. Well, I don't want somebody else to win, Facts. man. But also it's a way for engaging our students. Mm. The, the, this book, man, in both of them, the statements can be used as a conversation piece 100 and i use them personally for, as journal entries we talked mm-hmm. about it so now i don't have to even talk too much come on some students may not want to speak but they they write they yeah i got to learn about my students in my yeah. classroom but also find out some people need some support they need to help but also hey this kid they can write really well they can articulate well Facts. hey you know i mean keep it up so definitely um dope dope moving man y'all tap in with the websites man um i bought the my man definitely like i said we got to keep everybody laced up he yeah. gets to stay applying pressure t-shirt yeah. straight for him man Appreciate straight off the press that, man bro. but y'all i got these going right now too i got look yeah. real you know what i'm saying got the logo on the back go get it you know what i mean but i'm also, saying it go get it it's what we're doing though we're applying pressure man um as a unit yeah. as individuals but as a group man we're gonna we're gonna see everybody win man so yes, like sir. the shirt says dominate your day yeah. but it's just others too we won't see everybody do the same thing man within this right. book though these statements, man, they, they range from a lot of different things, right? Yeah. So just in that category, how did you kind of go about picking some of these topics to talk about? Because they hit on and they're made in a simple as far as relatable form. Yeah. But you can get in depth with the answers. And I love it at the end of like the questions that come with it. Come on. So there's statements in each one, everybody. Yeah. But there's few, two to three, four questions at the end yeah. of every short paragraph. Right. It's a good read, easy read. Easy no excuses. Read. There's read. no excuses, right? But then also it requires you to do some work or thinking to get to know the person you're working with, your friends with, your family members. You can use it that way. How did you come up with that that concept, though? Yeah. So the book is, uh, like you said, it, it, it has 30 statements or 100 statements. Right. So some people I understand people in the way that someone may only need the statement. Right? Yes. I have a I have a statement in there and it might say yes. every decision matters. Yeah. That might be all they needed to hear that day. They don't need right. the questions. They don't need the st- the story. They don't need none of that. They just need to be reminded that every decision they make today, it matters. Why? Because that decision will lead to the next decision, which will lead mm-hmm. to the next one. But then you get some people that might be like, I need a little bit more than just the statement. So now I have a story right. or a summary in there. OK, so now that person got the statement that every decision matters. Mm-hmm. Then I got the summary about every decision matters but then it might be somebody like you know what i just need some questions to help me begin to be more self-reflective and again i'm big on self-awareness and so if i can give you some questions that will cause you to self-reflect my hope is that 
from those things, you'll end up making best decisions to be your best. And so I wanted to make it very simple. My grandfather told me a long time ago, he said, if you want to be an effective communicator or an effective speaker, you have to be a person who makes something very complex, extremely simple. simple. Yes extremely relatable, yeah. extremely digestible. And so that's what these books are. I wanted to write them for anyone, anyone, bro. I, this yeah. is in elementary, it's in middle school, it's in high school yeah. and it's in colleges. And then I even have people who are not quote unquote students in the corporate world going through this because my thing is it's relatable for every Everybody. single person. Yeah, I mean, you started off the first thing. Come on. Be your best, yeah. forget the rest. Give your perfect effort, nothing less, and know that no, this he's been saying this for for years, <laughs> for years. Yeah. But it's there. But also, like I said, it can be that you need that. Or if you want to go into it, oh, now I got your off. Let me read a little bit. Yeah, you want a questionnaire? I can go ask some questions. So yeah. it it is it, for everybody in every situation. And and let me say this right to just round out the question that you asked is these came about one because my aunt shout out to auntie Angelique uh, passed away in 2016. She was the mm -hmm. writer in our family and the author, and we believed that she was going to be the one who was publishing books mm -hmm. um she passed before she was able to publish anything mm. and so one of the things that i wanted to do to pay it forward to her and honor her was write a book and in this this book the 100 statements book um is dedicated to her oh. so that was one piece the other piece was i'm speaking at all these schools throughout the country i'm speaking in australia i'm going all over the place and kids as well as faculty are asking me what is that statement that you said or what is this and so i got tired of it's impactful i got tired of like trying to remember what put I it on said. Ink. So I was like, let me just put it down so put you it can have ink. it whenever you want it. That's what's up, man. That's definitely dope. Like I said, you yeah. guys can tap in um, the websites, Instagram, whatever you want to book, figure it out, hit the link. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's on Amazon, all the platforms, tap in, get you one or Facts. two or three. Or if you want to set for the hitting up directly you for the classrooms, that. you can tap in because that's, that. that's what we're doing there. Yeah, both you know owners are always ex hey, uh, excited. Boxes, yeah. boxes on boxes yeah. going out to the school system, man, these teachers. Facts. Um, What's What's going on now? What's the move now, man? Because I know you've been working. You've been, I mean, I've been in here for almost six months now in the studio. Yeah, bro. He's been stirring up. So He's been cooking. Yeah. Um, stuff is going on. He's on his podcast tour right Come now. On, He's man. making stops, man. Come He's on. been he been on some dope podcasts already. Yeah. Um, this is another stop. He's keep going. What's what's going on in the world right now for so, you? So uh, something that I haven't even put out there, and this is the exclusive. So if I had my little noise, I, burr, 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 burr. I'm gonna do it myself. Exclusive. Shout out to my boy Kenny Carraway. Um, so this book right here, Thirty Empowering Statements That Encourage Greatness, it now has a full digital curriculum that comes with it. So I, you can pop it in and just listen and rock. Bruh, I got 30 videos. And a video. 30 videos that go with this book now for that social emotional learning piece. So y'all getting the visuals, Come on. one sense. Come on. You're getting the listening, the second sense, you know, Come right on, there, you're bro. taking care. We Come got on. the questions, we got, we got four different lesson plans. So it don't matter if you wanna use a statement a week, three statements a week, if you wanna do it how you do it, we got lesson plans that come with it. So this is my first time putting it out there to Inter the public, bro. Interactive, breaking, breaking right here though. Interactive. I'm breaking right here, the interactive. And on, and on top of that, there's another interactive piece. So most people may know if you know me that um, I'm an advisor for an app company called Interapp. Interact. So we got interactive augmented reality videos on the front and the back of this book as well. So uh, we go on interactive. Again, I'm just trying to meet young people where they are and where they are is on YouTube, where they are is on TikTok, where they are is in their phone. Yep. So now I want to be where they are. I so, want to make sure I'm giving them. I'm showing info. the interact right here. Come Speaking on, of, though, yeah, the, the youngster, the youngster, the young genius, I believe this gentleman is very smart. Yeah. I believe that we're going to get in the studio Thursday. We're going to break some more news for y'all Thursday. It's mm -hmm. about connections, right? The circle's coming around. That's what's up. Shout out to Rodney. Yeah. Shout out to Dwight. Shout out to yeah. my other guy. I mean, like, the circle, if y'all not 
up to date or know about this inner app, come on, it's you coming. better get it now. It's coming. It's coming. This 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 will change the game for educational, Bruh. for how you go visualize these come uh, properties. Come on, interactive pieces. Everything. How you read books. Everything. The wave is finna shift. Everything. Imagine every piece of art that's in this room having a video high quality rich media yeah. content that goes with it so now instead of me now instead of me telling somebody about the book you can just download the app put your phone to the front cover and my video pops up and i will tell you about the book the crazy part yeah. is this book is all over the country right now so so even if i'm not there physically i'm there physically and like i said i believe if we're gonna submit it today or yeah. tomorrow we, they'll be on the show hopefully this week okay and then we're gonna visually show you a little sneak yeah. peek i believe yeah. we're gonna give you a couple of teachers yeah. about that and so so the last piece was um just my my online course it just dropped you dig what i'm saying okay i had an effective communication online course it's called hacking your relationships like a pro how to build bridges instead of barriers in all of your relationships and so i'm really just expounding on everything that we just talked about mm -hmm. but i'm going in depth we're talking about how to really the application of empathy, right? We talk about empathy. Mm -hmm. Some people don't even know that there's a difference between sympathy and empathy, but we talk about it, but nobody's really breaking down how to do it in actionable steps. And so that's what my course is about. Feel free to go to dwighteducates.thinkific.com. That's dwighteducates.thinkific.com. And uh, it's $97. Go ahead and tap in and, and yeah. don't worry about the cost. Just think about the value. So <laughs> and I definitely put it up on all my socials. Yeah. We'll post it, uh, the course, but I think that's the one biggest thing too. Um, the courses, if you believe it has value in mm -hmm. it or you take the information from it Fact. and you do what you need to do with it to be successful Come or on. to learn. Because again, we invest money in other things, Come but on. we're investing in yourself. Yeah. Or if you buy it for somebody else, buy it as a gift. Facts. If somebody you see that can need it, go get it, send it to them as a gift. Yeah. Because I mean, it, it has multiple usage, man. So that's that's definitely yeah, excited man. for you, bro, uh, about Appreciate that movement. That. But I know it's been a long time coming. Yeah. But also, like we talked about before, man, um, we may not show all the behind the scenes people. Mm. You know what I mean? But as they, as Wayne say, move in silence. You know what mm. I mean? And then when it's time to come out and bring yeah. it to you, but please believe it's been work behind. It's been Facts. hours put in. Yeah. There's been some failures. There's been some slowdowns, yeah. right? But been hacking away steady. Um, even just a shout out again, man. Appreciate you. I did a camp last summer for my birthday. Mm. I gave away 30 yeah. books. Yeah, you did. You know what I mean? So adding value to a basketball camp. Yeah, man. did that. Came and spoke. That little 15. He was used to that. Hey, this is, that was nothing new. Come and spoke. Come but on. also the reviews, a couple of parents were really mm. thankful and excited to have something, you know what I mean? Add to the value of their their children that day, of yeah. their child, because I'm sports, yes, but now this has helped you manure through sports. Yeah. Within life as well, everybody got a book. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? We're trying to do things differently on the, yeah, on, on this end, but also communicate and connect yeah. in a different manner, right? And and let me say that, right? So right now I'm working in a couple of different schools, high schools, elementary, middle school, taking my book in there, connecting, engaging, um, inspiring, challenging. And I get to work with young people who, have a desire to be better, but just not know how to do that, mm. right? The desire is there, but the details and the design of that desire are not there. So I'm able to go in and help them through this book, get to where they're trying to be. And I just want to shout out one school right now. You might know the principal. I want to shout out Kit Carson. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Shout out to Kit Carson. Yeah. Dr. Stockdale. You yeah. get what I'm saying? I think y'all know. Yeah, shout out to my twin, man. She, <laughs> hey, but I mean... I think yeah. through our just relationship in general, right? I tell people, you never know, yeah. right? One call, she's like, hey, Jay, hit him up. I want to get him here. Yeah. 
yeah. say less. Say less. Say less. No matter what it looks like, I'm gonna make the call. Yeah. I know bro gonna make it happen, but also she was like, but she's trying to add value to her staff. Mm. And I've seen the, the clips from her. She's Bruh. like, they love it. It's helping them out, creates the culture of learning, effective learning and the school. And um, but principals too. I mean, tap in for, for staff PDs. Yeah. It's it's a different way of getting staff, but I mean, like I said, man, it's something that everybody needs, but also it's effective. 1000. I mean, you know what I mean? So definitely shout out to her, man. Yeah. And her staff is doing a great job, though. Like I said, she's holding it down at Kid Carson, you know what I'm saying? And just really putting in work. But it's from the inside out, like mm, I said. Um, that's good. You know what I'm saying? And her, her spirit is always in the right place. And she definitely walks by faith no matter what she does. Yeah. And um, you can tell in, in the environment of school and the results, but also the people she's around there mm. pulling, pulling you in, yeah. different people, building her, you know what I'm saying? So that's definitely dope, man. But yeah, I saw the videos and every response is definitely feeling it, bro. So yeah. keep that going. Yeah, yeah. Um, Before we get out of here, though. I'm gonna give props again. He threw me the lob on this one, the triple threat. <laughs> so we talked, you know, he watched the show. He's like, Jay, man, you you might want to do, I mean, get something yeah. from that from your guest right now. I was like, okay, what? He said, get him three things like a triple threat, basketball, mm. drill, pass, shoot. And I'm like, that's a dope way to end the show yeah. at the end. So now, but I mean, you're triple threat, bro. Cause I mean, I talked to a couple of guests, shout out to Dr. Casey Morris. She said her triple threat may change. Um, I had uh, Lorenzo Youngman boxing her a couple weeks ago. Triple threat. Everybody's triple threat is different. It can change. Mm. But this current state where you're at right now, what is the triple threat for you that either where you're going, where you want to get to, or what you can give to somebody watching to help inspire them or move them along? Man, it could be anything you want to do, man, but your triple threat right now at this point, what's going on with you? Yeah. So um, it might be a little bit unorthodox than what people may expect. My triple threat right now is giving everything that I can to my family. Mm -hmm. And from that, it spills into those close to us, which is our friends. Okay. And from that, that spills out to the community. Family, friends, community. community. And the reason why I'm saying it like I'm saying it is because there was a time where I did it the opposite way. I was giving mm. so much to everybody else, giving so much less to my friends and then giving nothing. When I say nothing, bro, nothing to my family, but I'm the same guy that wants to encourage families and wants to encourage parents to give everything you can to your family. You know, I got my real manhood one-on-one and all we do is work with men and young men about being great husbands, being great fathers, being great brothers, nephews, sons. And I'm over here not giving my perfect effort to it. Yeah. So now I'm like, you know what? I need to reverse that thing. Let me really start inside out. Let mm -hmm. me start with my family. Let me start with my wife. Let me start with my kids. And then from there, let me go to my siblings. And then from there, let me go to my aunties, my uncles, my cousins, all that. And then from there, I go to my partners. But you're still I, shifting what you want to do, but it's it's, it's a different way of feeling. Right? And shout out to I Real Manhood. If y'all haven't been to an event, check yeah. it out. Yeah. Tap in with those two. Young men, young, young, just young your parents in general, but get yeah. your students involved, get your man involved, Facts. get your young child involved. It's different. Yeah. But it's good different. Yeah. It's safe. It's educational. But it's also fun and interactive. Yeah. But also it's 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 life. Yeah. It's life. It's not not a hangout. It's not just one. No, it's effective learning mm -hmm. opportunities, effective growth, yeah. effective communication with different people. One thousand percent. That are like minded though, but also want to help mentor yeah. in a state where we know our young boys are not as successful, not as not living as long as they should. Mm. And that that you start, I remember you started. What number is this going on? We're going on number seven. Number seven. May twenty first is going up. May twenty first. May twenty first. We're going virtual for the last time, uh, where it's only virtual because you know the COVID. Thing May twenty first. But May twenty first. So we weeks away, bro. We weeks away. Weeks away, man. And yeah. and y'all tune in, yeah. register, yeah. Um, bring a friend. One thousand. All that good stuff because again, man, it's, it's it's being changed from the inside out, but also 
embedded in our city though. We Sacramento, he here. Yeah, I'm here. We're here. He out there trying to not trying, doing positive things, mm-hmm. changing the narrative, but also educating adults yeah. and students in the same place, man. Um, family, friends, community. And yeah, as we know, right, our community does need a lot. Mm. I mean, that's something that was heavy. Last week was rough for me going back to school mm. to a couple of losses at our school student. Like it it was the first two days was tough. Tough for me to sit mm. there and camp. I wanted not knowing somebody who's communicated always went through help, mm. not knowing how to help, not knowing what I should do, not knowing where to step. So I was a little, it was tough last week, but I know I was the only one like that. But yeah. start, as we started, as I started to communicate with other people and staff, it began to feel better. We began to talk about strategies, come on, opportunities, change. Come on. So if I don't communicate, we don't get to that point. And let me say this, because it might be other educators uh-huh. out there feeling the same way, especially with all the stuff going on. Educators, coaches, teachers, mm-hmm parents, whoever, sometimes the thing that our young people need the most, even when we feel like we have nothing to give or don't know how to give it, is our presence. Just be there. Just be there. Be there. Show up. You ain't even got to say nothing. Just be there. Sometimes they just need you there to know that you're there to show that you care. That's it. Just be there for them. And if they want to talk, just listen. Don't put your two cents in. Just listen. And if they don't want to talk, just be there so they not only know that you care, but you can show that you care. I don't need to say nothing else, man. You heard it first. Um, just a lot of breaking news today. Dope show. Yeah, it's going to be a part two. I know a man's still on tour. He got <laughs> stuff to do, but we got a lot more yeah. stuff to get into, but also a lot more love, a lot more communication skills to to, um, to talk about, but also still working. Yeah. Like I said, my, my G's still working, Thanks. and uh, I appreciate you, bro. I know, again, as we know, speaking consistently takes a lot out of you. Um, hope you're getting your rest. You know what I'm saying? Hope you're staying healthy and athletic, yeah. but also I know, like I said, you got 10 toes down right now, man. Keep going. Appreciate Stay applying that. pressure. You see it first. You, you see it on the me. shirt. We put it on the shirt. Stay applying pressure. But it. dominate your day too. Y'all see it right there, yes, man. You sir. see the books. Grab one, man. Um, Dwight Taylor Sr., Coach J, JT, man. We we signing off with man. Y'all be safe. Peace and love. We out. Yeah, yeah. Peace.